Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right, back chat 2.0. Dan Const, Will Schofield, how are you? I'm good. I'm bloody good. Yeah, I was talking to listeners, but that's okay. Oh, okay, that's every okay. time. All right, so we're here. Um, look, I want to start with a bit of honesty. I've been in podcast, uh, what is it? It's like heaven or it's utopia. Oh, my mm. God. Come over. Utopia. I've been in podcast utopia since we last recorded. Yep. I, my brain has been just, just, just firing. It's just been going to different levels. I think I've clocked it. It's about time you've done something. <laughs> <laughs> you've clocked it. Okay. All right. I don't, I can't bring the listeners in on it too soon. No, no. But clearly, we're coming towards the end of the AFL season. Mm-hmm. Um, we're quite an AFL-based podcast. Correct. Although we don't like. You know, advertise ourselves as that. A lot of the chat we have is about AFL. Mm, gives us a lot of content. And so I'm thinking, like, where do we go after the AFL season finishes? We can't spend six months on the outer. Can't no. sit on the bench. Swimming. Yeah. So I've got a plan, and yeah. I'm um I'm very excited. Mm. But we're not there yet. It's grand final week. We've been texting a lot about this whole thing you've been talking about. I may have clocked the entire uh, commentating <laughs> broadcasting industry. You no, know, no, don't, don't, don't laugh, Dan. No, 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 no. You know how your phone sometimes prompts you to do something that it thinks you should be doing? You Siri. Know, like, Siri. You know, no, no, no. Like, it's like, oh, usually at this time you are you are driving oh, yeah. to work. Oh, yeah, go home. Yeah. Go home, Dan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sometimes on my phone in the last few days, it's been like, text will go. <laughs> it's just gotten really into it. Uh, so, yes, uh, grand uh, final uh, week. Our listeners don't know what we're talking about. No, we don't. But no. It's exciting. Yeah. Uh, it's not Patreon. I know we, we end up talking about that a little bit. It's not Patreon. It's a lot bigger than Patreon. Mm. Charlie's very excited, aren't you, Charlie? I'm hugely excited. <laughs> yeah. I can hear it in your voice, yeah. Charlie. You're very excited. He's good at that. Uh, it's grand final week. We're here. We're in Perth. We've had the bye week. Brownlow's been. Mm-hmm. Did anyone go? Did any of our listeners take mm. up the challenge and sneak into Brownlow Medal Night at Optus Stadium. I hope so. Well, I don't think you it can happened. hope all you like, but I've had no proof whatsoever. No. no, I feel like I laid out the plans and the, uh, you know, the steps. Yeah, you did quite clearly. Yeah, no, I thought you may have, Charlie. I thought you might have. I was thinking about it, but uh, <laughs> I didn't have enough. I think enough there was suit. Uh, <laughs> no. very good. Or a girlfriend. Or a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. um, I did get a text from my mum. Do you want to clear that up? I, no, Dan's right. <laughs> <laughs> I did get a text from my mum saying, hey, um, you know, you're not actually considering breaking it. the brown loan. And I said, no, don't worry, I'm responsible. Mama Const wasn't happy with, no. the, no, with no, the rule breaking. She's no. obviously instilled that at a young age, yeah, very played good. by I'm the rules. Man don't of break integrity. It. Okay. Um, speaking of grand final, did you get tickets? <sighs> you know I did, yes. Yeah. Um, Do you want me to ask you if you got tickets? Yeah, go on. Did you get tickets, Dan? You, no. no, no, no. I don't want to hear the answer. Okay. I want to. I want to recap on last week where mm. I told you you wouldn't get fucking tickets, Dan. Yes. So, Dan, did you get any tickets? Um, I had access to one. 
Oh, I jumped I on. Didn't. I jumped online with the other hundred seventy thousand people that wanted yeah. a ticket. There was ten thousand tickets, Dan. Yeah, and true. everyone could get four, mm-hmm. and you were one hundred seventieth in line. No, I was. No, no, sorry, one hundred seventy thousandth in line. Yes, I was. I was actually fifty nine thousandth. Um, but my mate who was trying to get us tickets was eighteen hundred in line. How did he go? No, yeah, the yeah. best he could do was well, one. So he asked the boys, "What are you I telling can, me that I can for? Buy one. What are you telling me that for? I told you this before you did this." Mm. Because I've been... You needed a back line. It's like the the, the lineup for Hippie Club on a Tuesday <laughs> night, mate. You need No you one's need a going back there anymore. Stop referencing the Hippie Club. Charlie's not his head it's like, yeah. It's not oh, 2014 yeah, that's anymore. That's a brutal line of Hippie Club on Tuesday night. <laughs> okay, I've been doing some thinking about the grand final and getting to tickets and going. So have I. And I've come to the conclusion, I don't... I don't even want to go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> tell me. <laughs> yes, you do. Tell me this. Let's say um, Hamilton's playing, you know, the play. Okay, Hamilton. Yeah, you with me? Sorry. Lewis Hamilton, the F1. No, 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 what no, are you even no, talking about? L- no, Hamilton, the, the, the play that's everyone talking about. Um, or West Side Story. If- Imagine going to West Side Story in Perth. You want to see it on Broadway. This is the like the worst so example of what this is like. You've so gone with a musical. Is, no, no, yeah, no exactly. one gives a shit, man. No, no. So what I'm saying is, I feel sorry for the people that are going to the grand final in Perth because they're going to. What about going? What about what about the Tour de France? What about go, your yeah, example? All right, all right. Sure. What about going to the Tour de France in Fremantle? There you go. Yes. There you go. That's a I'm much not counting, better. I'm not counting that as the Tour de France. Okay. So this time around, I honestly feel bad for the people who have sent money to go watch the grand final here in Perth because it's not the same. It's at, not the real what, thing. At what time did your mindset change from I really want to go, I'm going to waste all my time on Tuesday morning jumping mm. online and having five different browsers open for a ticket to yep. I feel sorry for everyone that got a ticket? Probably an hour after I didn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, look, I just, I'd rather go when it's in Melbourne. And so I'm fine with not going. If Look, if four tickets arrived on my doorstep tomorrow, I may consider going. But at the moment, I'm quite okay hanging out with my mates and going to the pub and w- watching it. So um, speaking of people that are going to the grand final. I feel though, sad for you. but No, no, continue. it's fine. Um, people that will be at the grand final, um, Craig Hutchison. Hutchie. Hutchie. Uh, he's in Perth at the moment. I saw he's, he's got quite a big large head. Hutchie. I saw his head. Um, no, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, not, not derogatory. I'm a, I'm a bald man. I've got a large head myself. Yes. Um, I saw him on the Brownlow coverage. He was front and centre. Mm. Yes, he was uh, he He's was in there. Perth. I was thinking why um, Perth people loved the fact that Eddie couldn't come to the grand final because obviously he applied. There was that big thing. The government said, no, sir, you can't come. Um I feel like Craig and Eddie are in the same echelon of media type. Yeah. Well, Eddie's not a president of an AFL club now. He's just a... He's just a... He's just a media just a guy. guy. He's just a media guy, and so is Craig. Yep. So Craig's here in Perth, um, but I found out... Why? Why'd Craig get in and not Eddie? That's a, that's That was my question. I did find out later it's because he decided to quarantine in Tasmania for two weeks instead of just applying like Eddie did. So Eddie didn't want to do the Tasmania two weeks Why? before moving before coming to Perth. I, I don't know. He just he wanted to apply as a person from Melbourne with an exemption to come to Perth. Hutchie went around the, the back door, like probably I should have done with getting grand final tickets. Right. Like went to any, Tasmania. Yeah. And but you know, no one's throwing their arms up about Craig Hutchison coming over to to, uh, to Perth for the grand final. Well I mean no one's Throwing their arms up about Gil McLaughlin. The, the whole of Melbourne media yeah, is he's, here. He's Gary Lyons here. Chris Grant is here. Yeah. Chris Chris Grant is here. I'm not saying I'm Team Eddie on everything, but I think I think people made a big deal about the fact that Eddie Maguire was wanting to come over. Like if, he, he needed to come over for for work, and I'm, I think Eddie does. I'm good on Eddie's side too. I'm definitely on Eddie's side. I tweeted yeah. when this happened. Why Why would Eddie not be allowed into this state? Mm. What What What's the Give me, give me an argument. Charlie, give me an argument why Eddie Maguire should not be allowed into Western Australia. Well, the only thing is the quarantine. Like, if you don't want to do quarantine... He, he was happy yeah. to do quarantine. Yeah, they wouldn't even let him do that. He's he happy not? to do it in Perth. He just couldn't ah, get the exemption right. to go from Melbourne to know. Perth. Get creative. Come on, give me something else, Charlie. I got <laughs> <laughs> um, Last night, Will, 
saying, speaking of your name, I was playing mixed netball. Look, you've texted me about this, mm. and I thought this perhaps should have led the show. Yeah, um, I know we've been bumbling a little bit, but I thought this maybe was a big news topic, Dan. Mm. Through my career of you know of AFL and as an elite sports person, I've been reported a little bit. I've I've, I've played on the edge. I've yep. I've done some things that. Maybe haven't been appropriate in uh, you know junior footy or maybe even amateur footy. Did you did you ever get reported in amateur? I've never played amateur footy in my life. No, but you're growing up. You would have played. You sorry. You would have had to play footy when you're 14. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I was always kind of like that guy. I was. Just, yeah. Like white, <laughs> you would have been white. <laughs> white line fever. Yeah, yeah. Edge sort of guy. But it sounds like you know as much as you joke, as much as you're a rule player, Dan. Mm. It sounds like you could be that sort of guy too. What happened? Yeah. What happened? So um, when I play a sport, I play to win. You know, I don't. I'm not out there just to have a good time. Can we get Dan? Can we get Dan on the mic? This sounds like Will. This sounds like me. <laughs> um, so I've recently joined a mixed netball team. <laughs> sorry. No, no. But just you know, bit a bit, bit oh, of um. Oh, sorry. That okay. Bit of something to do as a sport. Competitiveness. Not playing sport at the moment so until this this came up a couple of weeks ago. Play against peers. Very good. Yep. Um, so mixed netball is one of those funny things because it's quite casual. People go uh, just to have a run around and, you know, often the girls in the team are quite good at netball and the guys are fumbling their way through it and trying to figure out how to play. Why is that? Because girls play netball throughout school and stuff like that. Guys don't usually. And, you know, it's coordination. What's that? It's like ball skills. Yeah, but it's like you can only take one step, and there's certain things you can't. You can only step three feet so three feet away from people and Please stuff like continue. that. Please continue. Anyways, I've played basketball for a lot of years, and I've also played you know played footy all my life growing up. Well credentialed. Well credentialed. <laughs> well credentialed. I've been. My game has been likened to Ben Cousins. You you were told that that wasn't me that said that. That was your father. In my <laughs> in multiple <laughs> games playing through junior footy. Three votes, const. Three votes, const. It happened many times. We've gone over my credentials in footy many times. I don't want to keep talking about it. Um, Please stop. What was I? Uh, oh, netball. <laughs> Mixed netball. Um, so last night I'm playing. And you know, like, I think, imagine like a montage of someone playing sports at an aggressive level. And I'm jumping around, swatting. I'm intercepting. I'm like stealing. What position do you play in mixed? Jesus, there's so many questions I have already. You don't even have the story. We mix it up. Of course (laughs) you do. Oh, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) You're such. This is so lame. I'm sorry. Look, this is not about men and women, but mixed netball, men and women just having a a go. That's what it sounds like. Okay. Let's head down to the local rec center and have a go at sport. Yeah, Loftus. The C grade. Tuesday night. This is this netball. is the epitome of neighborhood sports. Yes. So when we're all playing, everyone I think is is feeling that way. But I'm there going, no, no like I'm I want to I want to win and dominate. Once I get on the court. <laughs> dominate. So at one point it was I think 11 zero. Ah, <laughs> we were losing. Yeah. We were losing. Yeah, yeah. We're not very good. But oh. you would have this because I love I love playing in defense. I thought. When we're we're losing eleven zero, but the next time this the ball comes down here, I'm not losing the contest. Doesn't matter. I don't care about the score right now. Every time the ball comes here, I'm right. not I love losing this. the contest. I love this. This yes. is my mind. This yes. is the this is the athlete's mindset. Exactly, and I I am. I'm an athlete. I can I can appreciate and respect this, Dan. So I'm there hustling, like I'm grinding to to win this game. <laughs> And you can tell the people there aren't used to this sort it's of behavior. Still eleven zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's still eleven zero. I'm swatting. I'm dying. Oh, look, look at this. See this right here. I'm pointing to a bloody scar. Oh, on my you're pointing elbow. to a one centimeter graze <laughs> on your elbow, bro. I'm diving on the floor. Anyways, people right. aren't. All so, right. um, this lady, right? She's an older woman. <laughs> She's the umpire, and the ball goes out of bounds, and she says something about whose ball it is, and I say. So whose ball is it? And she goes, I've told you three times, it's blue. And I was like, okay, well, sorry, I didn't know. I didn't hear what you said, and I'm trying to learn how to play mixed netball. And then she talks oh. back at me. Oh. At this point, I've got the arm tucked, the ball tucked under my arm. I can't even look at you. <laughs> and I'm saying, I'm sorry, we don't need to talk to one another like Fighting this. Fighting with an elderly arm. <laughs> I can't even look at you. In so the <laughs> for the rest of the game, she's calling every single little ticky tack foul on me 
Because she's upset at me. No, because it's it's neighborhood netball, mixed netball. Yes. Okay. So then, at the end of the game, the people sh- were shaking hands with one another, and I and I said to the umpire, <laughs> "No, I, I didn't say." That. Did say that? I did not say that. Oh my gosh, I'm um, gonna have to remember to blur that out. Uh, what's <laughs> Patreon <laughs> listeners? There you go, no. right there. You um, hear hear exactly what Dan had to say. To the umpire. No. Right, here's the extended version. I said, "I'm sorry. What was your name?" <laughs> and she told me her name. And then I started walking away. She said, "Sorry, what's your name?" And I said, "Dan." And she goes, "Well, Dan, I'm reporting you too." And I said, "I'm sorry, Maxine." <laughs> I'm not going to report anyone And she yelled She was going back at me I'm reporting you You've been rude this whole game And uh, then I approached the other umpire And asked Sorry have I been rude And she said no So, so you, put a, you put in a written complaint Did you mate I didn't like, I Seriously this sounds like Council meeting Like everyone sit down AGM Once I, a year At I Vincent City Council no, like, no 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 I didn't threaten a report She just right. re- So she you've been reported she, Yeah look, You've I, been reported for what Derogatory behaviour No being rude Is what she said <laughs> So, look, I just, I don't know how you do it. Playing, as an athlete, it's hard. Look, like, all the things. The last season I played, I head-butted someone. Yeah, it's yeah. a little bit worse than talking bad to Maxine. So, I'm actually, How many weeks are you facing? I'm not sure. I'll find out when I maybe rock up next week and they say you can't play. All right. Well, look, I hope, is it grand final week next week? Because it's grand final week this no, week bro, in the AFL. It was week two of the season. <laughs> it was week two. It is our grand final week this week. Um, you've been quite active on Twitter this past few days. I have. Um, I actually got a notification on my phone. Will Schofield just tweeted, which was... You got that set up as well, Charlie? I do not. No, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not big on Twitter. No, no, no you're not. Um, Talking about Twitter, just before you get into the story, yep. I'm on 9,748 followers. This is where I'm taking us. Please take us. How many followers you got left to get to 10,000? Do the math real quick. 250 Two hundred and fifty-two. Okay. How many... We've, we've got a lot more than that listen to the show every week. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm sure not all of you listen, uh, sorry, follow me on Twitter. Yep. I want to get to 10,000. I'm just being brutally selfish, honest, brutal. I want the 10K. That's what I want next to my name, 10K. Yep. Not, not, not this piss, it still piss say- ant. It says 9,748 right. followers. So you want it so it ticks 10K. over just it to says, the 10K. It says the, the yep. letter K. All right. Well, let's get me to 10K too. Do you know how far off I am? What do you want? I think I'm on. Is this like the? <laughs> is this like the driver's license demerit challenge? No. That I'm going to win this one. No. Yeah, you'll win this one. I think I'm about eight. One more for you. What? I've just followed you. Oh, <laughs> Charlie! There you go. Well done. Fucking thanks, Charlie. <laughs> uh, no, I'm on about uh, seven, eight, seven or eight hundred ish. So get me to ten k as well. This is a little bit. This is back on the very start of the podcast where I know we've been ranting and raving a little bit, but. I believe that I have cracked the code and we're going to take broadcasting of AFL and actually coverage next year to a new level. I'm not, I'm not, not even being, yeah, I'm not being silly. It's actually huge. And so it'll have a little bit to do with Twitter and we need to get it to 10K before the grand final. You've got, you've got three days, guys. I, got, I, need, I need 248 followers. Mm. Charlie, what are you on in Twitter followers? Uh, it's zero. <laughs> <laughs> How's that possible? Ah. Surely there's a bot out there. I've never tweeted. Okay. I've, no, not once. It's actually a good rule to live Zero. by. <laughs> Never tweet is a good rule to live by. Um, yeah, it is grand final week this week. Yes. You you played in a couple. Fucking zero. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the beep. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna spend so much time bloody getting this. Beep I, I, the you know what? I've told, I've spoken to mum. I reckon just go for it. Okay. Okay. I don't think my mum would like it though. Sorry, Diane. Yep. Um, you you've um you've prepped for two grand finals and. Look, if I'm being honest, you you love to talk about the grand final because you won one. Like, you, you, if anyone knows Will Schofield in person, it takes him about 35 seconds before he brings up 2018 for, for no apparent reason. Oh, did you know in 2018 this happened? Oh, speaking of 2018, yeah, grand final. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, we have the People's Parade coming up. Uh, is it Friday? Uh, which is a bit of a nothing burger. It's a piss hat. It's a yeah, piss yeah. version of the one that yeah. happens in Melbourne, um, let's be honest. We all know about the uh, the no phone thing that you guys did 2018. Do we? Do well, you, know? you, you talked about it. In the, you talked about it okay. a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. Um, any more little gems for us? No sunglasses. Yep. So 2015, 
everyone had sunglasses on, everyone had their phones out. Let's take videos, let's take photos. In, in preparation for this podcast, I had a look back through our, uh, our, you know, our, our little gallery on my phone. Mm. 2015, I would have a thousand photos of the 2015 uh, AFL Grand Final Parade. Were you wearing Oakleys? Like, uh, speed dealers? No, I was not. <laughs> I reckon you uh, were. Nick Fanning was not on the, okay. on the parade. 2018, I have two photos. One getting onto the car mm-hmm. and then one at the very end when we're in front of everyone at the very end of the parade. That's it. Mm. So pretty much our, our concept was uh, enjoy it and embrace what's happening, but we don't need to take photos. You don't need your sunnies on. You're it's documented. You guys. Sure, you can get access to We've got, photo, photos, we got yep. photographers with us. Mm. Just enjoy it, but you're here to do a job. Um <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Jeremy McGovern was a late comer to that uh, parade. He was meant to be there with everyone else, but he was sort of playing funny buggers with his injury. He had broken ribs. He'd been in a car That's accident right. effectively in the prelim and was very close to not playing, and he didn't want to come to the parade. But the AFL gave a call to the club and said, if Jeremy McGovern is not at the parade, you are not allowed to trade at the MCG, the club. You're not allowed to what? You cannot train. Oh, train. Yeah, So right. this is right before our captain's run on the Friday. We're doing the parade, and then we're going into train mm-hmm. at the MCG. Yep. The, the, the AFL rang the club and said, if Jeremy McGovern's not in that parade, you don't get access to the MCG. You can go train out in the car park. That's where you can do it. Right. So they rushed, they rushed Jezza to the, to the parade. Yep. He didn't get the brief of no phones, no sunglasses. So if you have a look at the photos, 21 players are in no sunglasses, no phones. Jesse McGovern's there with the phone doing a big selfie with his sunglasses on <laughs> in every photo. He's got his sunglasses. He rocked up uh, two hours later than everyone else. I think I recall an interview with him on the back of a Hilux and they were asking him, are you going to play? He's, and he's wearing his sunglasses. I guarantee he's wearing yeah. his sunglasses. And, and I don't remember if he's wearing sunglasses or not, but he goes, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Definitely going to play. Like, there's no... Obviously, he wasn't going to say, oh, I'm feeling a bit sore. We'll see how we go. But I remember he, he was very coy. Well, so I wanted to, like, speak about preparation for the grand final, right? Because that's what Melbourne and Bulldogs are doing right now. They're mm. preparing to play in the grand final. Now, it's been a different preparation. Um, there's there's a, you know, it's a, it's a bi-week grand final. Never happened in the history of the AFL. Um they would be going through different emotions. One team's come out of quarantine halfway through this bye week. One team's been out of it for two weeks. So they're and they're in different states. They're both Victorian teams, but they'll all, they'll all be going through something different. Um, there'll be injuries. There'll be selection. Both teams have something happening. There always is grand final week, and there's like that. That's what makes the good stories. There's like mm-hmm. there's always someone that misses out. There's always someone that comes in for an opportunity. I was probably one of those stories when. You know, back in 2018, but but Gov back on the Gov story, mm. like he he was so close to not playing. Um, on the West Coast bus, we have seats, right? Uh, we had seats, I should say. You sit in the same seat every time. So on the way to the game, you sit in your seat. So I was three from the back. Tom Brass and Jeremy McGovern sat next to each other. I never had anyone next to me. I made it that way. Yep. Don't like people. Um, Jason McGovern and Tommy Brass in front of me. Gov gets on and he is literally almost crying. Um, From he, the pain? Uh, not pain. I think he sort of just figured out we're about to play in a grand final. Like we're driving to the game. It's probably two hours at that point. We get to the game about one one hour 40 before game time. So it's mm-hmm. pretty pretty tight. Yep. He'd been working that whole game, uh, that whole the whole week before, after prelim, to get his body right to be able to play, like he didn't have the week off like they have this week this year. He, he he just was so close to not playing. His his ribs were cooked. He had broken ribs. He had um, ripped apart tendons in his ribs. Tremendous pain, and he'd spent all week figuring out how to get himself to a mental position to be able to play. That he got on the bus and he was just shaking and just like just panicking. He was, right. he was in a he was having a panic attack. Wow. And he was our best player. He was our best player, if not one of our spe- best players at the time. Mm. And he was sitting in front of me and he got on the bus and he was like effectively having a panic attack, uh, crying, just breaking down. And I remember thinking like, 
wow, I never really considered Gov wouldn't play, but like, right, he's not going to play. Yeah, I, wow. I figure he's not going to play here. Mm. And I remember that drive to the game, different to 2015. 2015, I was still texting people, thanking them, thanking <laughs> them for teaching me everything I knew about footy. Like, <laughs> so grateful to be yep. in the grand final. 2018, we were there to win. That was all we were there for. It was like, it's like mixed netball down at Loftus Centre. <laughs> Dan Conn's 2021. Mm, exactly. Tuesday night netball. Flying through the we sky. We were there to win. Competitive yeah. netball. Yeah. Well, we were there to win 2018. 2015 was different. So 2018, I was like, don't care. And so, like, I remember thinking, oh, he's not going to play. But then I started thinking, oh, it doesn't matter. Let's just get, let's get the next person. Who, who, who would have been next? I think it was Jacko Nelson, who was first right. first defender emergency. Mm. Not... Oh, I'm very one of my best mates, Jacko Nelson, Geelong boy. He's not a like for like replacement for McGovern. No one really no. is. But and that was that was uh, McGovern in his prime. Yeah, like he was. And Gov, okay, Gov was yeah, and Gov was getting tagged. He got tagged by Myacek in the in the yep. qualifying, and he got tagged again in the grand final and dominated him both times. But and backs don't usually get tagged. No, but Gov did and does because of his such you know such ability to. Take those contested marks and roll off and read the play, and he effectively plays like a forward as a backman. So, this preparation, you know, my reference to this week, it's Bulldogs versus Melbourne. They're going to have something that happens this week. They've had the extra week, and there's, you know, the injuries have recovered probably to an extent, but there'll be the there'll be a story. Mm. There'll be a someone misses out, someone's in doubt. We can't win this without Ben Brown, sort of thing. <laughs> I. <laughs> I cannot believe what's happening with Ben Brown. Can Mate. we speak about Ben Brown? I've First been... episode, episode one, yeah. back chat 2.0, you spoke about Ben Brown. I am Ben Brown's number one fan. We know. I, uh, the, I've i always called him the white whale. Um, I'm pretty sure, sh- like, no one else has given him that nickname. Me and some mates did, and it's stuck. And he is, yeah, I'm a big fan. Massive fan. Oh, we know. Have I told you they like Ben Brown? <laughs> he 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 to me, look, this is a little 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 clue into how I'm gonna reset the entire broadcasting industry. But like the insights available publicly to play on Ben Brown, it just it baffles me. You play him from behind on his back shoulder, you keep him in front of you, you can test him in the air. He does not he does not play well. I've never seen him play well with someone plays him. With respect, he's a good player. You don't respect him. He, he, he will he will do what he's done in the last six weeks. I've seen him play. He's dominating people because people aren't respecting him. Mm. You need to be physical with him. He doesn't like physical contact. He doesn't being ta- like taken off the line of the ball. No forwards do. So they like being center of the ball. They like the ball landing in between their eyes, hands yep. in front of them, You know, 30 centimeters in front of their face. That's where they like it. If you can move their body away from that, they don't like it. And Ben Brown especially, he's not a physical player, so you need to put body on him. Because mm, he, he'll punish you otherwise. You saw what he did against Geelong. Yeah. Like um, Blitzvaz, or whatever the hell his name is, man. Mark. Mark B. Marky B. Great player. He's won multiple best and fairest for Geelong. I watched him play from... I, I, I was just watching him purely. I wasn't watching what's happening off the ground. Didn't touch him. Like He tried to play him with no respect. I'm better than him. I'm going to beat him. Mm-hmm. Which is which is fine. That that works some of the time. Not not in finals. Not when you're playing against good players. And he's a good player, but he's very beatable. So if it's May or it's Lever, do you think um, maybe before the game Ben's gone over and he's hey boys, yeah, good to be. I'm just I'm just glad to be here. He's a nice bloke. He's yeah, a, he's the and nicest bloke and ever. So then they're like, no, nah, it's fine. Don't worry about him. Look. <sighs> You guys aren't listening into back chat to get a breakdown in the grand final. No. You want to do that? You head over to SCM. Although, although we are, we are the official gr- uh, podcast of no, the grand. That's final. great, but that is an insight into one. Of, it's a key player, Ben Brown. He's been my buddy a little bit, but he's a great player. You don't respect him, he'll tear you apart. So he needs a little bit of respect. Before we get to you, send it, we read it. Quickly becoming the world's biggest rival to social media as. The biggest podcast. It's in still segment. quite small, quite small. Yep. Compared to Scotia Let's media. talk a little bit more about the grand final because it is grand final week. Now. Yeah. Well, you want, said to me. Yes. To the to the chat with Charlie, a group chat group text, which maybe for a Patreon listener, we should invite in for for a few days as a 
that's a little something for a for a for a Patreon listener. Anyways, you said in that chat you would be able to know who's going to win the game. Yes. Before the game. Talking about how pa- confident in this formula that you have. Like, are you the octopus that's picking the box for World Cup? Since 2018, since we won, mm-hmm. I picked that one, said we'd win, which we did. I've picked every winner, 2019, 2020, and I'll be picking 2021. So you pick three. I'll tell you why the, the reason is that I can pick them now. Okay. Because I've experienced it. Yep. And it might be like, oh, you know, you've won a premiership. You know, you know everything. That's not the attitude. I just know what, I know what it's like to lose one. Mm. And I know what it feels like to win one. And I know what we did in each, and I know what the difference is. Yep. So that way, to me, I can tell who's going to win and who's going to lose. All right, so go on. So if you want to hear exactly who's going to win or lose, mm-hmm. sign up to Patreon. Right. And you hear my little bit right now. Okay. The way you tell mm. is, it's an interesting one, because it's not a, it's not a, before we get to uh, you send it, we read it, mm. I did want to just touch on a beer with back chat. Yes. We didn't quite get there, like we said we would for the grand final. No, it's, it's a lot of uh, logistics. <sighs> There's really not. Um, we've got a we've got a we've got a we've got a board with a couple of mics. There's literally three of us. We could just go do this somewhere else and invite everyone down. True. We just didn't quite get there. No, we didn't. But we will. Mm. We'll get yeah. We'll anything, get there. anything else to add? Because we said we would do it. Oh, I yeah yeah. It's it's gonna happen. That's all I can add to that. Okay. Great. Well, I'm glad we touched on that. And uh, let's get to um, you send it, we read it. Let's do it. There's some good emails here. Nicholas Fuster. Nicholas Fuster. Yeah, g'day, fellas. Yeah, g'day, fellas. I love that he wrote yeah in it like you were talking to me in real life. Yeah, g'day, fellas. And he emailed it. So, Nicholas, big check mark next to your name already. Maybe a bit, uh, maybe a bit of an obscure question, but just wondering what the reaction to Matt Prittis winning the Brownlow medal was within the player group and the club as a whole. I would assume it was not as unexpected by those within the club as it was for much of the general public and media, question mark. Uh, who was... And, okay, let's let's go to that one first. There's another question here. All right, so I had info on this this week. Number one, Matt Prudis apparently told a few people before that Brownlow medal. He... Look, he's a midfielder, so he can't blame him. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly how he's played every week and knows if he's best on, second best on, third best on. He, he knows if he's played well. He told a few people before that Brownlow he was going to win the Brownlow. He was that right. He knew how he'd gone. Yeah, which makes no sense because umpires who who knows who they're giving the votes to. But he told a few people, "I will win this Brownlow," because you can be confident in your own abilities. But, but there's I mean, no has way he, to know. Has there's he no worked out the other. I can't He's if, a midfielder counting his touches like every bloody who, other one of them. I can't remember who came second that year. So in saying that, it was no surprise to a few of those. But like, I was surprised. I was on. I, I was. I was in his team. It was a year that Gary Ablett started very well and Gary Ablett almost won it and he played like 12 games. Yeah, right. Um, it was it was like one of those years. Yep. He got he did his hammy or his knee or missed quite a few games. So Pritter winning it was a bit of a surprise. Matt Rosa was in Bendigo and Corton. I think it could have even been just before Ubers got to mainstream and he caught a taxi from Bendigo to Crown in Melbourne. Two right. and a half hour taxi to That's get to the after party. Like 350 bucks? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's a huge fee. Yeah, after party with Pritta, who, oh. doesn't, who doesn't drink a lot of beers. But he won the Brownlows. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, people were surprised, but also he'd had an unreal year. Very yeah. deserved. Hardest working player I ever played with. Really? Yeah. There you go. A long way. All right, well, then, who was the best player that Scoey played with that didn't crack 50 games? Oh. I always thought Ashton Hams and Ashley Smith were pretty decent players that never quite got the milestone. So yeah. that's the second question from Nicholas. Good Ash question, Smith, actually. Ash Smith, good player. Anyone I say here is going to be like, yeah, I don't really know who that is because I didn't get it 50 games. Mm. I'm going to go with Ryan Davis, old housemate of mine. Ryan Davis. Played, yeah, played between 30 and 35 games for West Coast. Probably should have been 100, 150-game player. He was ex-rugby player from Sydney. Grew up in New South Wales. Um, hard tackler, midfielder. Came into the game when you know pressing and tackling was like a big thing and mm-hmm. kind of, uh, you know, to be honest, got dicked around by a manager uh, who said he could get him a better, better deal in another club. Passed right. up on a contract from West Coast and basically got kicked out of the system. Mm. Ended up out of the game. 
won a best and fairest at Swan District and ended up back at Gold Coast. Played some games with Gold Coast a couple of years later. But if he had a set of West Coast, probably would have gone close to 100, 150 games. Do you think there's players, this isn't from Nicholas, this is just from Dan, um, do, you think there's, <laughs> do you think there's players that come into a club that are just there at the wrong time? When like you yeah. just you can't crack oh, the rotation, yeah. you're good enough to, but you can't because Schofield's in the back the, line. He's not losing a spot. Yeah, that and like midfielders, like there's that many of them. Players in positions where there's like a, a lot of depth behind it. I think mm. key position players. If you're any good, you'll get a game. Yep. If you kind of like have a niche spot, like I was a little bit niche. I wasn't, you know, ever that hulking fullback player. I could play small, tall. I could play on anyone, so I could. You know, play probably any six positions in the back line, but if you're that um, you know, midfielder that can that can, you know, probably play those three positions in the midfield, and there's already the three guns and the three reserve, and then the three back from that. Yep. You can get unlucky with the list. Yep. So yes, to answer your question. Sort of like um the basketball teams of the Michael Jordan era that were good enough. I was, I was enough. thinking, <laughs> thinking an NBL era where Dan Const was. <laughs> Potentially just overlooked. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Dylan uh, Hudspeth hyphen Logan. Not quite an underscore, but I don't think those are legal in names. Um, <laughs> hey, lads. Lovely work on the podcast <laughs> so far. Looking out for beers with back chat. Well, Dylan, we've talked about that. We will, I promise. No, no, we yeah, promise. We, no, we will. Beers yeah, you with know back chat happen. You know who's doing it? Hutchie and, Hutchie and Old Mate. Yeah. Down at the Wembley. They yeah. literally stole our idea. Yeah, they did. Uh, lovely work on the podcast so far. Looking out for business back chat. Just wanted to know if you guys, especially Will with Peel Connection, have kept up with the Colts footy this year. The leads to the next point. Uh, this leads to the next point of the AFL draft. Who are you thinking coming from the Waffle slash any other standouts from around the country? At what point do you think you'll fix up your English and your reading ability? <laughs> Mate, I've t- I read all day. Who are you thinking coming from the waffles no, slash any yeah, other right. standout? Who are you thinking coming from the waffles? So, like, you know, who who are these young guns that you will think come through the system? Do you want me to make up an answer or do you want me to be honest? Well, look, probably want you to be honest. Yeah, have not been following the Colts whatsoever. I do not know one player coming through... Um, to be a chance to you, be drafted. You did year. talk about um, a WA the, boy that Fremantle should be looking yeah, at. Yeah, there's a, a few. There's a few. These aren't like these aren't Colts. Those these are young guys playing for Peel that I played with this year. Yeah, right. Michael Randall, uh, Thorn. Uh, is there a, is there the next Norton at at a Peel club or like at a club like Peel somewhere that will get us get a chance and absolutely dominate? K position players are hard. Yep. All right. That's fine. Got to be honest. Still, sorry, mate. Uh, love the hyphen. Look, Jimmy Ewing, James C- uh, Searsy. Yep. Okay. Say James Sears. It's Jack Sears. I don't know. I don't know. These, these are all Peel players. Like they're they're young guys. They're up and coming. It's just brutal, man. It's it's brutal trying to get picked up as a young guy. If you don't get seen by the right person, I think it's a real fault in AFL. If you don't if you don't get in front of the right people, you don't get picked up, mm-hmm. and that. It's not this. It's not this thing where, you know, everyone gets picked up who should get picked up. I think there's guys that get missed, and it's because the right people don't see the right players. Didn't go to a private school. Um, Whack! We love that, Dan. You give it to Simo like that. Don't you dare cut that out. We love it, Paul Delello. Let's do it. Hey, champs! Thanks for the show. Always entertaining. Question for Will. Would like to know how trades at AFL clubs work. Does the coach or list manager approach players and ask if they'd be interested in looking for opportunities elsewhere, or do they wait for the players to approach them and say they want out or something else entirely? There's another question, but let's go to that one first. Trades in the AFL. So club manager comes to you, Will, we've got an opportunity to send you to X. Are you interested in this? Yeah, there's there's two ways there, and he's he's named them, and I I don't think one's more regular than the other. But sometimes a player's not happy with the position they're being played in, the opportunities that they get, the money they're being paid, being away from family, being interstate, whatever it is, they say to the club, "I want to get traded." They might say, "This is where I want to go," or "This is the state I want to go," or just, "I hate it here. Get me out of here." Mm. Or the other way is, you know. 
a team comes to your team and says, um, we want to, we've got a player that wants to come to you. Yep. Let's facilitate. We'd love Dan. He's just, that's it. That's it. Let's get Dan over here. We want to pop him on the bench for the next couple of years. (laughs) Very different to America. Chop some oranges. (laughs) Oh gosh. I love those oranges. I remember thinking of oranges, um, (laughs) going back to probably under 11s, Kubinia Bombers red. Um, my I was chowing down oranges at quarter time. <laughs> at quarter time, I remember my coach Lino. He goes, Dan, Dan, and I, and like I look up, got probably three oranges in my hands. Stop eating, <laughs> stop eating the oranges. He was trying to give us the game plan going forward, and I was too interested in the oranges. Flashback. Oh, like so. I remember there was two minutes to go in the AFL grand final, hundred thousand people watching. You, <laughs> you remember back to only three oranges. Yeah. Yeah. I remember McGovern, Vardy, Ryan, and. Sheed yeah, set up by Scofield. That's right. I should have won the North Smith medal. Uh, now, um, yeah, so that's how trades happen. Like, as much as I like to say, like, there's a lot more behind the scenes that happen. Once the end of the season happens, the club instantly, as soon as you either win the grand final, obviously, mm-hmm. or everyone else is a loser. As soon as every every other loser finishes up, they try to. They're they're already planning for next. Trying to better next, the team. They're already planning. Months in advance. It's not like it doesn't sound like it's like American sports where you get a call. Hello, um, this is no, such no, magic. No, You've been traded to no, the no, X. No, uh, no. We'll see you next time. Especially if you're under contract still. If you're under contract still, you just tell them to go away. Don't even. Don't yeah, even entertain. Very them. different. Yeah. Very different. Uh, question for Dan. This is from Paul. I mean, I, I'll, get, I'll read this. See if I can read it without stuffing up. Okay. Doubt it. Oh my god. I'm so nervous. What's your opinion on weddings being held on any day except a Saturday? Feels like the newlyweds are doing their best to try and stop me drinking the bar dry, which feels, quite frankly, un-Australian. Yeah, so you've absolutely jailed the question. Not a single stuff up there. Well done. Props to you. Thank you. Um, Weddings not on a Saturday, from a little intel, is that it's usually a cheaper price. So they're the scumbags. You know, I actually used to be a wedding bartender. <laughs> there we go. Here he is. <laughs> Fairly famous Perth institution. Uh, Fraser's in Kings Park. Used yeah. to run the events bar there. Okay. So you used to run it or used to just be a pleb out the back? No, so legit. I was not a manager, but they would just be like, okay, Charlie, here's how the bar's running tonight. You need to run this. You should Did not get paid as a manager. I was going to say... You need a negotiator in there, mate. I quit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. Um, so so the, the the weekday wedding or the Sunday wedding, always a cheaper package. What so about yeah. midweek? Yeah, oh, now, we're, now we're talking. Now they're you're just having a party. Yeah, you're yeah, not even exactly. having a wedding. So look, I think if uh, just book the Monday off, mate. Enjoy it, Embrace the fact that the couple's saving some money. Take the Monday off. Drink on a Sunday. Right. That's my advice. That's okay. Uh, Sorry, it's your you're meant to be writing uh, reading out the names, so I'll leave you to do that. Dale, Dale, it's from Dale J. Dale J. Now go on, say his name. <laughs> Dale J. <Jay. laughs> okay, Will. Here we go. Another question for you. Who would have thought? During 2022. Now I've read this question in preparation for this, and I don't think he meant 2022. <laughs> During podcast episodes, when talking about your AFL experience, you've sometimes made the system seem a little cold or very businesslike. I was wondering if a club offered you a well-being role, what changes would you make or what would you introduce? Sorry for the long question, Dan. Well, Dale, thank you for apologising, but you didn't need to because I nailed that question. Over yeah. to you, Will. Well, it is cold. It's business. That's what it is. Like, uh, I don't know if I've made it seem like that, but if I haven't, then I should have because that's what it is. It's like... As much as you hear in the media, as much as you see in public, that's what it is. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a lovey-dovey industry. It's a brutal industry. It's cutthroat. There's only a certain amount of players that can play. So, like very small percentages of players actually playing in games. Even smaller that actually go on and play more than 50, 100. Gets smaller and smaller. So it's brutal. It's uh, it's the elite level in Australian sport. Like you can't explain it any other way. So yeah, it is cutthroat. Good. Uh, Benjamin King. Ben King. St uh, Kilda. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Forget the Olympics. You should, and we've talked about this before when people have asked, you know, what sort of sport could you excel at maybe at the Olympics? Ben said, forget the Olympics. You should train up to be an NFL punter. Oh, it, it makes it sound like I didn't want to play AFL, but if I could have, I would have loved to have done athletics and to punt mm. and, to, and to represent Australia in the Olympics. Anything other than that. <laughs> what else would you like to do? No, NFL punter would be great, but like it's difficult. You can't just 
you can't just be like, oh, I'll just kick the I kick the AFL footy. So I think people underestimate the skill. Well, the skill in punting, you have minimum one, or I guess minimum zero, but probably like minimum one, maximum five. You're not punting any more than five times a game. So you have five kicks a game, and every kick must be correct. Yep. The the best kick you've done, spot on every time. You don't have it. You don't have yep. a. It's, it's not footy. You don't get a behind for missing. You don't no, get it. You don't get a point for trying. There's not a player on the other end running to kick to no. catch where you have kicked no, it. No, it's it's a difficult task. It's up high. It's 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 time in the sky. It's landing within a two to three feet radius yeah. or yards. Uh, so Ben, look, maybe I could still do it. Um, who knows? All right, you missed two uh, emails, Dan. How do you feel about that? I feel awful because we have always said if you send it. You will oh, read it. Lucky I'm here. Bruce says, Hi guys, I love podcasts. <laughs> Thank you, Bruce. I've always liked Will's work on the Eagles podcast, but he has now gone to another level. Now he is the shackles off. Mm. Dan has really good takes on the issues that you talk about, and the two of you work well together. This has started very well, Bruce. I'm mm. I'm I'd- sure this is only positive. There's a, then a picture of me holding a small child in my arms. Okay. Um, nice photo. Is it Bruce? I've got hair, so it's from quite a long time ago. <laughs> this photo is from an Eagles Open training in 2013, mm. eight years ago. This is my son, who is now nearly 21. So I'm, I'm holding, you know, he's, yeah. he's not 21 there. I'm, I'm holding this child. Yeah. <laughs> not a 21 year old person. He's a mad Eagles fan. When the photo was taken, I asked Will if James could have a photo with him. I was holding James on the fence and said to Will, James can't walk. Will grabs James and lifted him over the fence for the photo. Um, Will tried to stand James up on the grass for a photo. The thing Will didn't know was that James can't stand as well as can't walk and is in, ele- is in an electric wheelchair that was parked up the back of the stand. James fell in a heap on the grass. Oh, no. And we all thought it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> what I rem- have you done? I, rem- I remember this, Bruce. This is making me feel sick reading this. Jeez, <laughs> I, 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 I remember just feeling just absolutely like a putrid human being. I was trying to do the right thing. The the thing, um, James, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the look on Will's face when James fell in a heap. James still talks about it to this day, and we have always loved Will's success and we were wrapped with his huge game in the 2018 Grand Final. It was taken in good nature, and Will was trying to be a good bloke. <laughs> yeah, I still remember that, and it was uh, just one of the things I was actually trying to be like. Yeah, I was actually usually you just get a photo with someone, and you just like uh, yeah, yeah, literally put the fake smile on. Mm. He said, "Oh, my son can't walk," and I was like, "Well, this yeah. is it. I'll take him out in Subiaco Oval." Yeah, nice. James's legs did not work. Yeah, right. And yeah, anyway, as I'm glad I took it in good nature. Anyway, this is a long way to ask. What was the worst fan interaction you have ever had? Was it this one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's good nature by Bruce here. Keep up the good work and look forward to you guys have planned for the footy off season. Cheers, Bruce. Mm. That wasn't no. That wasn't the worst fan interaction I've had because, like, uh, you know, I was trying to do the right. Meant well, didn't yeah. quite, and and still, like, the photo still looked very happy. Like, we're all very happy. I picked him up. He's a James legend, legend of a kid. Mm. You know, life hasn't gone his way, but he's still a bloody legend. Fan interactions that I don't love is like people that don't appreciate things. So, like that message from Bruce, like clearly they appreciate it. People that are like, oh, can I get a photo? Yep. And you do a photo. It's like, oh, can you can you can you smile more, or can you, can you be <laughs> you happier? Should, you should smile more, mate. Can you stand to the left a bit more, a little <laughs> bit more, a little bit more, a little more. Yeah, just yeah, more. Like, just just take what you get, mm-hmm. okay? Because sometimes it doesn't go your way, and it doesn't go. Just just take it. Yep. Especially there's a hundred thousand people there trying to get a signature. Mm-hmm. Don't be too demanding. All right, Lavinia, us. This is another one you missed, Dan. Sorry, Lavinia. Hey, Dan and Will. She says, "Hey, Dan and Will" as well, Dan. I hope you both are well. I yeah, am. we're well. Dan, I don't know how he's doing. Really <laughs> random and irrelevant question. I think I should read these because you are just poor and I'm good. When, in your opinions, can a person playing a sport be classified as an athlete? Yeah, good. Is it when they start earning money from their sport or when they start earning through uh, that when they start earning enough money to live on? 
Is it when the sport becomes their full-time job or to do with how much time, work and effort they've put into their sport? It's a lot of different... Yes. Look, I would say, why don't you say what an athlete is and I'll determine whether or not I agree. Well, Liv, Liv finishes with also, is the term athlete exclusive to humans or could it be used for other animals such as horses? I don't think so, Liv. That's oh. my opinion. <laughs> okay, no. Thanks, fellas. Enjoy your week. Yeah, That's okay. Liv, right? All right. So I'm just going to start with the let's, second let's question. Let's talk for a second from one athlete to another. Go on. Second question, no. That's that. Animals, animals are animals. Humans are athletes. Okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. Anything, any other different view there? No, go, keep going. Okay, great. When can a person playing sport be classified as an athlete? Yep, go on. It's a bloody good question. Mm. I would say when it's your, when it's your job. Yeah, and that sure. that doesn't mean that doesn't mean full time can't do anything else. Like that's what footy is now. That's what soccer is now. Like women's football is not that. AFLW is not a full-time job, but they they should be described as an athlete. Right. Olympians should be described as athletes. That's not their full-time job. So you're saying when it's your full-time job, sorry, sorry, when it's your when you're paid to do it, but it doesn't have to be a full-time job. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying I guess I'm saying when you I guess it's I I think it's when you compete at the highest level. Yep. I think anything under the highest level, waffle players are not athletes. They are they play waffle. That's pretty brutal, isn't it? <laughs> it's huge. Waffle waffles are standing from below AFL. But what about guys? VFL player. I think of I, I, I think a VFL player. No one's playing VFL waffle. No one's playing state league full time with no other job. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No one's doing that. I don't think they should be classified as athletes. Unless it's a league which cannot support the athletes, like you said, with AFLW. Yep. They are considered athletes, but that's only because the league can't afford to pay them a proper Olympians salary. Olympians don't again, get paid. Like well, the, the highest yeah, level. You have to win. You have no, to win no, no. All I'm saying is you have to be the highest level. Right. To be yeah. an athlete, you have to be the highest level possible. That's sure. athlete. Okay. That's it. That's it. All right. We're doing rapid fire social media. Here we are. We got here. The best segment in podcasting history in the world mm-hmm. the people's segment it's not you you send it we read it but it's pretty much that yep. you, you you send these in we pick the best and we do it <laughs> uh philip underscore white underscore tiling i'm reading these dan you're cut best afl grand final you've ever seen 18 can't say 89 i was born in 89 uh does i can say it does not say best grand final you've ever seen yeah best afl grand final you Fight you have seen. He can't even read the questions. Thanks, Charlie. You've no. just lost your job, I, mate. I certainly can read the questions. Right, Thank you for being here, Charlie. Bit of impact, <laughs> finally. Best <laughs> AFL grand final uh, fight Lynch you have v, seen. Lynch v Wakeland. Just yeah, literally good. boxing. But can't think of a better one. Gavro underscore 543. We'd love to know your thoughts on every player getting a premiership medallion. With that opinion, Have I said this already? No, haven't. Oh, I've got a strong opinion. Let's go. Would that opinion differ if you were an emergency and didn't play in 2018? How did the one-off coaching gig go? Let's ignore that. Um, would that opinion differ if you were an emergency and didn't play in 2018? All right, so I'm pretty strong. I think 22 should get the premiership medal. Mm-hmm. Would it tif- differ if I was emergency in 2018? Don't know. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hope it wouldn't, although I would want one a lot more because I wouldn't have one. I would hope that I could appreciate that that's how footy goes. Like, that's how life goes. Not everyone gets a partici- uh, not everyone gets a participation medal. Like, thanks for trying. Thanks for being a part of it. There's the medal. Here's the trophy. Everyone gets a go. That's not how life works. That's not how footy works. People get injured. People get dropped. People, people miss out. Not everyone gets to win. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. So all this... 45 get a medal plus all the bullshit. What about what about a internal premiership ring? Um no. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's brutal, man. It's okay. br- it's it's brutal. 
like I, I wish I could. It, it would be a stronger opinion if I had been a part of a premiership winning squad that I didn't get to win a premiership medal because it sounds like I'm like oh, I won one. No one else can get one. But I really think that if I'm honest, I, I just think that that's that's how it goes. You, you you gotta you gotta that's that's how it's been for a long time, and it's not like oh well that's how it's always been. Never change it, but you got you got to win it. 45 people don't play on grand final day. And what that's what wins the grand final. It's, it is it is a a lot of people are part of the journey. You start giving premiership medals to people that are a part of the journey, 10,000 medals a, a year. Yep. Parents, coaches from the junior levels, and teammates from junior levels, and other blokes' teams. Where do you draw the line? What did and you who's th- a premiership player? What did you think of uh, Bob Murphy getting... Didn't love it. Didn't love that's, it? Gee, that, gee, that's unpopular, isn't it? That's unfair. Everyone loves. Everyone loves seeing Bob Murphy up there. I didn't love it. You know what I don't love? Right now, this week, seeing every man and his dog holding the premiership trophy aloft on social media. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit of. It, it's been a lot. It's not yours, mm. and I've got some news to tell everybody. All right, just so we know, this isn't even Patreon content. This is live and free on Backchat. There's two. Premiership Cups. You all know that? Right. There's the real one that the players and the club gets, and then there's the one that's getting handed around right now that everyone that I've seen on social media holding it aloft as if it's theirs. It's not even the real thing. It's not even real. It's just a play trophy. Don't touch it. Don't even touch it. If that was brought in here right now, they bought the Melbourne Bulldogs Premiership trophy into this room right now, Mm -hmm. I would not touch it. I would not get a photo with it. It's not yours. You're looking at me because I know you would. I know you would too, Charlie. <laughs> no, I, don't I, I look at it and I'm just like, any other year that I had anything to do with, even when the 2018 one, 2015 one, I wouldn't even, barely even look at it. It's not yours until you win it. Don't touch it. So what, you know the... Don't even, t- don't even look at it. <laughs> you know at Lathlane at the West Coast headquarters. That's a fake one, mate. Those, ones, those ones that are set up in the, in the foyer. One, They're mate. the fake ones. So the where, real, where's the real one? Uh, I have to tell you another time, Dan. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm telling you, mate, there's two. I'm telling you there's two. And that ain't the real one. All right. So there's a real one hiding somewhere. That's correct. The real one's certainly not getting taken around by Glenn Jakovic right now. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. All right. Uh, all right. Here we go. You like that? It's a bit of goss, isn't it? It's good. Yeah. All right. Riley, Riley J. Nelson. Underscore. My man. My nephew. I've heard some whispers, and apparently the ferals over in the West <laughs> have been referring to the grand final as the grandy. I thought you might like this one. Dude. Yes, that's right. Not the granny, but the grandy. This needs to be addressed, and I can't think of a better place to do so than the best podcast segment in the world, social media. Well read and well written by all. Well, exactly. It was well written, so I could read it properly. How do you feel about about this? Grandy and Granny, what is it? It's Granny. What is it? Yeah, it's Granny. It's It's Granny. So who's been saying Grandy? No, I'd I'd say, Riley, you've maybe misheard, because I've never referred to it as the Grandy. What's the nickname for a chicken parmigiana? Parmy. Parmy. You say Parma, don't you? I don't know what I say. Palmer's an East 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 Coast thing. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's a palmy because it's not. It's palmy. I thought that might have been like that. That's why I asked you both. But like, no, it's a granny. Who's been saying Grandy Riley? Grandy, no, no, that sounds wrong. Riley, if you know of someone, email us. Send them their names, and we'll call them. Susie underscore Oldfield. Should there be a medal for defenders, and if so, who should it be named after? Like, it pisses me off, without doubt. The best and fairest. Like, the best and fairest this year at West Coast, four out of the five were midfielders. Right. Are you kidding me? Was was Tommy B the fifth? No. The, it was, was a forward, Jack Darling. Forward, not one defender in the top five West Coast best and fairest. Are you kidding me? Anyone who watched West Coast play this year, mm. their midfield was deplorable. Top four. Top four out of top five. Who, who would be the who would be your defender pick? I don't care. I don't care. The best defender is better than the fourth midfielder. It's yeah, embarrassing. Yeah. All embarrassing. Right. Happens regularly. Should there be a medal for defenders? I don't know. Who cares? The Will Schofield medal. Pisses me off, Susie. 
O's, O's Joe underscore. I love the amount of underscores. Everyone's had an underscore. Did any backchat listeners try to sneak in? So the brown low, if so, were they successful? We didn't hear. Do you know what they always say, though? No news is good news. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan's like, please, please don't break in. Please don't break in. Please don't break in. No, good news that somebody did. You will hope they play by the rules and stay at home. Josh, Josh, Josh underscore press. Josh, Josh. underscore press. Okay. Hey, guys, hopefully Dan can read this stutter free. Of course. <laughs> Josh, always do. question of the week. I'll give you a prize. Don't How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? As much wood as a woodchuck could chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood. Also, Scoey. How were your emotions when Shep did his hammy in 2018, knowing that probably meant you were in? You've talked about this before yeah. about Shep. Um, look, it was, you know, one it, man it, goes down straight up. It's similar to my answers before. Yep. It's, before. Like, it's like, it's how footy goes. Yeah, yeah. That's how um, emotions were. Like, right. obviously there's some other other insights there, but that's pretty much how it was. One in, one out. Mm-hmm. Um, Evan underscore Rhett, 40 go. Following on from someone else's idea, but Dan's tongue twisters would be a great bit. Well, Evan oh underscore God. Rhett, I just want to say that I absolutely jailed Josh underscore Press's little tongue twister that he gave me. Let's go to the next one. Jeez. I'd, I'd love to say that. And just you play. No one else. Just you. You just go <laughs> at it. All right. Uh, clean man photos. Okay, this is a quote. Forwards sell memberships. Backs win premierships. How often did the back... Six say this during the 2019 uh, preseason. So off the back of the 2018 grand final win, yeah, in, in the preseason. So the saying is actually uh, forward sell memberships, mid sell sponsorships. So no, yeah, that sounds right. No, no, not double sell. Forward sell memberships. Yep. Mid sign sponsorships. Backs win premierships. Okay. How, how often do we say that? I still say this every day. No way you don't you don't win anything without a back line that plays well. Are you saying it when you brush your teeth, just every day <laughs> looking in the mirror? <laughs> I brush, brush my teeth. Simon.boyle two. Was Simon.boyle and Simon.boyle one taken? That's my question for Simon. Please continue. Is it true that backmen are like Samson and lose their powers if their beards are cut? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Last one, Saxon underscore Soonus. To the man robbed of a Norm Smith. Yes, that's me. Could be me. We don't know, haven't addressed that yet. Who would you most want to have protect you on a big night out and why? You know what? I would never have said this. Like, I really wouldn't. And I would usually say, Tom Brass or Jess McGowan, come on, big backs. Shannon Hearn with his white boots on, white white jeans on. (laughs) Jack Darling. Oh, yeah. Is that surprise anyone? No. It surprises me. I wouldn't have said it. Heard some stories of late. He's a he's a mad. He's man. a mountain of a man. He's a mad mad man, and he's he was he would have my back. And Jack Darling's my man. I feel like he'd get weird. taekwondo. He would yeah, yeah, he yeah. would kill someone. <laughs> Can't say that. Well, you can say whatever you want. All right. Well, that's about it. Look, look. I know it's a bit been ad hoc today, but grand finals coming up. Who's mm. your pick, boys? Tell me who you're picking. It's Melbourne, Western Bulldogs. Charlie, you get to go first. Who's going to win the grand final this week? And are you going to the game? I am going to the game. Oh, jeez, uh, <laughs> oh, so I feel, am I. I feel sorry for you. Oh, shut up, Dan. Dan. I Enjoy. managed to get four tickets. Wow. Um, just put that out there. And I will be backing in the Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Yeah. Okay, very good. By how much? Oh, it's going to be... I said earlier this week, eight points. Okay, very good. Uh, we'll go to you, Dan, the man who's not going to the grand final because he couldn't get tickets because he couldn't get back door. Because I don't want to because it. I don't want to waste my opportunity to go to a grand final to see a B-grade version of a final at a stadium that doesn't isn't meant to hold it, uh, like going to go see the like Hamilton, West Side Story. Why are you doing musicals? No one <laughs> watches musicals. Please tell <laughs> no, me who's going to win the grand final. <laughs> I've seen West Side Story <laughs> on Broadway. Shut up, Charlie. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, way too see it in Perth. Um, I will say Bulldogs by 22 points. Wow, why are we all going Bulldogs? I have a Bulldogs Guernsey. That's why I'm going Bulldogs. God, okay, of course you do. If you want to follow us, you can get on Instagram, backchat underscore podcast, Twitter, backchat underscore pod. Not a lot of action there. Come follow me, Will Schofield. 
We need to get to 10,000 followers. I'm on mm. 9,000. I'm very close to. 748. Dan's 49 on two. Now. Charlie's on zero. <laughs> if you want to get on Reddit, honestly, it's been a bad decision to get on that. I just, no, cop, no, no, no. I just cop abuse on there every day. I don't understand it. <laughs> ah, slash backchat podcast. Or you can email us it. You send it. We read it. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. You can get on our website backchatpodcast.com.au you can contribute on Patreon become a patron if you think it's worth a beer a month to you if you think our our work our effort Charlie zero followers on Twitter <laughs> if that's worth a beer a week no not even a beer a week if that's worth a, if that's worth a beer a month and if I'm talking a beer five dollars if you go anywhere and you get a five dollar beer I don't know where you're drinking but mm. invite me and I'll come have a beer with Backchat Get on the website, backchatpodcast.com.au. Contribute, Patreon, become a member. I'm telling you right now, we're going we're gonna to take over broadcasting in the commentating world. I'm telling you right now, if you want to get in from the ground level, now's the time. Patreon. Dan, you want to finish this off or what? Um, no, I don't. Bye-bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.